You're listening to Under a Pile of Books, and in this episode, I sit down with Lisa, also known as Elridge1024 on Reddit. She and I discuss book bingo, uh, our fantasy's yearly challenge. Uh, we have a great time talking about that, and we go into real depth on the history of book bingo, and, as well as some of the squares here in 2020 book bingo. So uh, this is actually two episodes, and this is the first part. The next episode will release next week. I hope that you have half as much fun listening to us talk about book bingo as we had discussing it. And I hope that if you haven't enjoyed our Fantasies Book Bingo Challenge in years past, that this might inspire you to take advantage of it this year. Happy listening. Hey, everyone. I am really excited about this episode because I am here with Lisa, who you may know on our fantasy as Elrich1024 or the Queen of the Unholy Squares. And Lisa is uh, one of the folks that that puts together uh, the Our Fantasy book bingo. And so we are here to talk about book bingo tonight. Thank you so much for coming on, Lisa. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I am so excited to have you here um, again on the podcast and get to talk about uh, book bingo. I, I just I love book bingo and uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to to talk about it tonight. So to to kind of get things rolling, could could you tell us a little bit maybe about just the the history of our fantasy book bingo? Maybe a little bit of what inspired you to to set it up or how it's developed. Um, give give us a little bit of the background. Okay, sure. So. Um long time ago, <laughs> five years ago, um, when I was a baby Redditor, um, I used to be, there used, well, there still is a lot of controversial fr- threads on Reddit, but <laughs> <laughs> no, <really? laughs> um, I don't know if you remember um, Tempest, uh, I forget her last name, but she had had a book challenge going around where she was saying she wasn't going to read any white uh, cishet guys authors. So, um, there was a big thread about that on the subreddit oh, okay. yep. and um, people were arguing because that's what Redditors do. That's right. <laughs> and what happened was I was talking with Krista Ball, who if you hang around the R Fantasy subreddit, then you will probably know who Krista is. Um, so we were talking about book challenges and just the nature of book challenges. And I mentioned that I used to have a book bingo thing that, was around the internet that I used to do. And I said, hey, I should I should make one for our fantasy. Just make our fantasy book bingo. And then she said, yeah, you should. And uh, El Queso Grande, who is the founder of our fantasy, was like, yeah, you should do that. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm <laughs> totally going to do that. <laughs> so within a month, we I had the card made and I posted it to the subreddit and I was talking to some of the people that were moderators at that time because I wasn't a moderator back then and it just sort of came about that way so people a lot more people joined and participated in it than I would have you know ever imagined and that's just how it how it started and it's it's 
kind of grown from there. And every year we have new people that do it and we have a new card. So we do different squares. There are some squares that are, you know, staple squares that we always kind of have on there. And uh, it's just a fun thing to participate in. So, but it, the, the whole idea about it is to really push yourself outside of your comfort zone. So there's some squares that might be easier to you because you're used to reading certain things anyway. And then there are some squares that might challenge you. And that's the whole point because it is a challenge. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things I love um, about book bingo is, um, you know, it, it, there's always, there's always, you know, at least a couple squares that really make me think and go, oh, wait, okay, really, what am I going to read to, you know, because it might be a little bit outside of what I normally read, like my preferred genres, or it might be just that I haven't really ever thought about whether or not the books that I read have something that will qualify. And, 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 you know, often then they don't. And so I have to go and, and, discover a new book or a new author or, you know, whatever. And to me that that's, I mean, that's one of the reasons I love reading is discovering uh, new things to love. And so it's, it's, it's really great whenever that happens. Yeah, I agree. That's one of the fun things about bingo. And I know a lot of our users have that experience and it, it kind of warms my heart when they come back after, doing the bingo for a year and turning their card in and saying, I never would have found this book if it wasn't for book bingo. And, you know, I feel like if nothing else in life, I've achieved that, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I mean, like it's, it's a weird thing to, to feel that way. But I, a lot of people love when the new card comes out, they feel like it's Christmas, but for me, it's Christmas too, because I, I don't have kids or anything, but I can imagine as a parent, when you are, uh, have, you know, it's Christmas morning and you're so excited to see your kid's reaction to, you know, what Santa brought them or whatever. It's kind of the same thing for me with book bingo. It's it's really like, it, it is a lot of work, but it's a labor of love. And mm-hmm. um, I, it's something I love sharing with the community and other people. And, you know, it's just something that brings me a lot of joy, even though it's still also a lot of work. Yeah, it. it I imagine that the amount of work that kind of goes into to book bingo is tremendous um kind of with with that in mind walk us through like what what might it look like or or what does it look like to to come up with you know a square for book bingo well when i first started it was just me so i was just thinking of things that were related to fantasy or things that were related to the subreddit or different tropes or different subgenres of fantasy and things like that. So it was pretty simple, but also, you know, in my mind, when I make a card, what I'm always thinking about is for each row and each column, a good balance of hard squares and easy squares and mm-hmm. not putting too many of the specific R fantasy squares next to each other in a row. So that way, if people want to just do one row or one column and cross that off and be done with it, then, you know, it's still every row has its little ups and downs. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. for me, creating it is all about the balance. But nowadays, it's not just me creating the card. Uh, the other moderators and some of the users of the subreddit throughout the years have helped me come up with squares. Every year, I'll post a halfway thread and I also use that halfway thread. I've cleverly (laughs) 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 or maybe not so cleverly started using that halfway thread to uh, mine the minds of the R fantasy users to come up with square ideas because, you know, five years in and I try not to reuse things too much, but it's difficult always coming up with with new and interesting things that are as a mix of things that will be super challenging and maybe also just fun and silly. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things I love about the the different threads, whether it be the, the halfway thread or whether it be, you know, like the, uh, the recommendation uh, thread or, or these kinds of things is it just gives you a, a chance to squeal a little bit about uh, books that you know that that you love and maybe that you know someone else hasn't you know hasn't read i mean i read a lot of books Uh, last year i read uh over a hundred novels and you know which admittedly for some people isn't a lot but for me it's a lot um (laughs) and uh and anyway uh you know, when you're, when you're reading that number of novels, sometimes it's hard to get the chance to really recommend all of them. And I find that, uh, book bingo, in addition to introducing me to new, um, new authors, new genres, new books, uh, also gives me an opportunity to recommend to others books that, you know, might fit a square and, you know, but that they haven't been exposed to or haven't heard of before. Um, so, so that's kind of another cool fringe benefit to it, I guess. Yeah, I think so too. One of the popular staple threads that has become part of Bingo now is the big thread of recommendations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll list every single square and then everybody can list recommendations under that, that fit that square. And there's tons of stuff that, you know, you might never have heard of before. You'll find a lot of the same things that always get talked about on our fantasy and I won't bring those up, <laughs> <laughs> but we know what they are. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We know what they are. Oh gosh. <laughs> but, uh, there's also lots of great recommendations and especially for those really specific squares or squares that are things that are a little, might be a little bit more outside of our comfort zone or for things that are just kind of off the wall. I mean, this year, um, you know, we have a square that's epigraphs. <laughs> yeah. So that one is like one, what I like to call a uh, scavenger hunt square. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So some of the squares, you know, throughout the years, I think the first year, I don't remember which bingo it was that I did it. Um, it might've been the first year that I did it. Um, I had a square called a wild ginger appears. <laughs> and <laughs> that one was basically a character in a main one of the main characters in the book has to have red hair. <laughs> so a lot of times 
unless you've already read a book and you know that it fits that square, you're not really going to know. It's something you're either going right. to happen yep. across in the wild or someone's going to have to recommend it to you. So I like things like that, that, you know, you might have to hunt a little bit for it or do a little bit of legwork, you know? Sure. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, you know, I, I, I will... I will say you, you mentioned the the novel with chapter epigraphs. Um, I was as as I was reading it, I was certain that hard mode for that was going to be um, not Brandon Sanderson. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> I could have easily done that, but honestly, I haven't read a lot of. I know I'm gonna have my fantasy card taken away in a minute. But no, 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 I, not at all. <laughs> I've only read two books by Brandon Sanderson, yeah, okay. and yep. I honestly don't remember epigraphs being in them because I listen to them on audio anyway. Oh, yep. Sure, sure. Yeah, so I didn't even think about that, and somebody mentioned it afterwards, but I was like, oh, it's already written in stone. It's too late. <laughs> that's right. It's too late. It's too late. But that's <laughs> no okay take, because – No takes backies. <laughs> that's right. But 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 again, to, to some extent, you know, folks can um, – you know, like you can challenge yourself with book bingo too. Um, and so obviously, you know, if there's someone that's never read Brandon Sanderson, then okay, great. You know, um, and if you've read him, well, go find someone else, uh, who has, you know, epigraphs, um, you know, chapter epigraphs in their novels. And I can think of a whole bunch of them. They're out there. So, uh, it's, it's kind of cool. That's again, that's one of the things I like about, um, about book bingo. Um, so let me, here, here's, here's what I'd like to do, Lisa. I'm, um, cause I'm, I'm looking at the, the card right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, when those of you who are, are listening to the podcast, um, you can go over onto our fantasy. And if you're listening to this somewhat soon, you know, to, to, to when it's released, um, not like six months from now, um, you can just go over to our fantasy and it's uh, sticky at the, the, the top, um, the book bingo thread. So you can, you can see them all in there. And if it's, you're listening to this down the road and it's not, you know, just search for um, 2020 book bingo and uh, you, you should find it no problem, but it'll be on our sidebar. Oh yeah, that's right. It does go on yeah. the side. I always if you're on, if you're on you desktop, it. if you're not yeah. on mobile, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're not on if you're on mobile, well, tough luck. Um, so, but let me let me read um, some of these, uh, just some of the ones that I'm I kind of find the most interesting, and um, well, you know, Lisa and I'll maybe maybe talk a little bit about these. So, um, first row, and all of these go kind of left to right um, on the rows. We've got um, a novel translated from its original language, um, which is really really cool. And Lisa, I, I have to be honest, I was super excited about this one, and then I saw that hard mode was written by a woman, but co-author does not count. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, see, this is it's gone from suddenly it went from like, oh, I know what I might use for that square to, uh, oh, this is going to be a little more uh, challenging, uh, which is great. Like, that's not a complaint at all. Uh, so if for those listening, um, I am a huge fan of Marina and Sergei Diachenko's novels. Uh, I think they're great. Um, but there you go. Uh, co-author, um, 
Marina uh, is a co-author with Sergey, and so doesn't count for hard mode. But anyway, uh, their novels are translated from Russian, uh, the at least any of the ones that I've read, because I don't read Russian. <laughs> so there you go. Um, so setting featuring snow, ice, or cold, uh, which I think is awesome. Optimistic speculative fiction, which I need more of in my life right now. <laughs> um, novel featuring necromancy, which really cool. Um, I, I want to come back to, to that one actually in, in a second. And um, Ace uh, Arrow spec fic, uh, that, that is the first row. So this this actually segs into another question I, I had for you, Lisa, about the like coming up with a square is is are there ever times whenever like you're reading a book and you just find it interesting or unique enough in some way that you go, oh, and that book becomes like the inspiration for like a square for next year's book bingo? You know, that's a really good question, but oddly enough, that has never happened to me. <laughs> really? Okay. okay. Really? No, Um, it's weird because I read so many books and for me, I already read pretty widely. So most of the time with a couple of squares for every bingo, it's not that big of a deal mm -hmm. um, doing, doing the challenge, but I, I don't, I guess I don't think about that when I'm reading because I already read so widely. So I'm never thinking this is a challenge. I should put this on bingo, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but um, I mean, mostly um, the inspiration for the squares really comes from um, lately the, the users and some of the other mods will be talking about things behind the scenes sometimes or talking about things on Twitter and someone says that should be a bingo square. And I'm like, Oh, let me make that note of that. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, more the, it comes up more organically in conversation, the inspiration for the squares than really when I'm reading. When I'm reading, with a few exceptions, I'm not generally thinking too much about bingo unless I'm, like this year, hurriedly trying to finish my bingo card before the end of bingo. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. March rolls around and you're like, oh, no. Yeah, well, see, one of the throughout the years we've added additional challenges onto it to make it harder so i know you um are mentioning hard mode for some of the squares right. yep. when we originally started we didn't have hard mode but then a couple of years into it i think last year might have been the first year that i did hard mode or maybe the year before that i can't remember but anyway a couple years yeah so either way uh two or three years into bingo we have this uh, a few people that do it every single year and mm -hmm. one of the um, things is that, oh, well, I don't know. It's not challenging enough for me anymore. So I forget how exactly hard mode came about. It might have been a conversation that started out as a joke and then said, we should make hard mode for squares because people are just like, this is too easy now. <laughs> and then it, it was just like, OK, we should do that. So we started it kind of as a joke, but then. I was like, we should just do this. And and when we first came out with it, people were like, oh my gosh, now there's like an added level of challenge. And then on top of that, you have some people that do theme cards. Yep. So they take yep. it upon themselves to add an extra, extra layer of challenge. So, you know, last year I decided to do all vampire themed card. 
Which is crazy. <laughs> it was crazy and it was really difficult because some of the squares are really specific and finding, you know, books that had vampires and that theme to match the square was really hard. And, you know, sometimes people will do an all authors of color card mm. or all women author cards or whatever it is. And um, I know this year one of the moderators is doing it with all short fiction. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so they've found um, all kinds of short story collections that are themed or are collections and anthologies that are themed. Um, some of them or different things that contain things that will somehow complete this entire card. So they're going to use short story collections and anthologies as novels to complete the bingo square, <laughs> the bingo card. So that's, that's going to be really impressive. Yeah. That, I'm really interested to see how that turns out. And also too, I'm just thinking about all the great short fiction that he's going to get to experience just through bingo. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I mean, that's really cool. I, one year I did a, um, an all self-published author, um, card yeah. and and currently I read a ton of self-published stuff so like that really wouldn't be a a, a challenge for me at this point uh, I mean like it's entirely conceivable at this point that that could happen and I wouldn't like notice because um, half the time I don't know if I'm what I'm reading is self-pubbed or traditionally pubbed until I go like and try to figure out who the like what the imprint is or whatever um, so but I, uh, the, when I did the card that way, it was a really, really cool way to kind of, um, get some more exposure to self-published authors. Um, and I think typically one of the squares that's recurring is a self-published, um, speculative fiction novel. Correct. Um, I'm pretty sure anyway. So, yeah. And we, um, that's one of the staple squares and we've, yep, we've yep. had that one on there for per pretty much since the beginning, I think, because at the time there just wasn't quite as much self-published, mm -hmm. uh, enthusiasm as there is now. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to say like it's everywhere, but I guess the circles that I run in, there's a lot more right. positivity towards self-published authors than there used to be. So we still keep it on there because I think it's still something that we want to highlight and challenge people because a lot of the people that are coming to Reddit, Reddit is such a big community and our fantasy now has something like 900,000 subscribers. Which is insane. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> so we want to expose those people to things that might be outside their, their normal reading pattern. So that's one of the reasons we keep that one on there because I think it, you know, at, at this point, like you said, you're, you read a lot of self-published stuff. I actually read tons more self-published stuff than I used to now, partly because of bingo. Mm, so. mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I, I think, um, you know, for, uh, like, like for me, sometimes I forget like the circles I run in, there are a lot of um, people that, uh, you know, like on book Twitter and um, a couple of the other, uh, you know, book bloggers, reviewers that I talk to, a lot of us uh, really enjoy self-published fantasy, 
but then every once in a while I'll go talk to like, you know, just people who probably represent more like your average reader, you know, like someone who maybe reads, you know, 15 books a year or something, you know, like 15 novels. And to me, that's like not a lot, but I think for like the average American, that's actually a pretty good number. Um, and so like that person very well may not have like much exposure at all to the self-published fantasy science fiction, uh, kind of scene. So I think that that's, um, yeah, I think, I think that's really, it's really valuable to have that on there. And again, just challenges people. And for some people, it'll be a challenge for other people that that square may not be, but that's okay. Cause there are a whole bunch of other squares. Right. And that's the nature of bingo. Some things might not be challenging to you, but other things might be. And it, it amuses me every year when the card comes out because there will always inevitably be somebody saying, I think this card's easier than this than last year. And then somebody <laughs> else saying, I think this card is way harder than last year. Yep, so. Yep, yep. so it really just depends what your normal reading is and how far this is outside of your own box, I guess, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, so, uh, the second row then across is, um, a novel featuring a ghost, which is cool. Um, a novel featuring exploration, um, also cool. And I'm like, I think it's cool. And then like, I kind of sit back and I, I start trying to think about, novels that really feature exploration and it's a little more challenging so i i like that i like that uh climate fiction really cool um and that one's probably going to be a more challenging one for me because i don't read a whole lot of like uh like post-apocalyptic or eco-punk kind of stuff that's not normally my my jam so um Folks, if if you are into post-apocalyptic novels, um, send me recommendations on Twitter uh, and let me know. I can cause... tell you what I'm reading for it. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. What are you reading, Lisa? I'm going to be reading Blackfish City uh, by Sam Miller. Oh, okay. Yeah. I need to... See, this always happens when I talk to Lisa. I end up with a much larger TBR than I had when I started, which is not really ideal, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what happens anytime when two book people get together. It's true. It's true. <laughs> All of a sudden our TBRs get a lot larger. <laughs> uh, so now, okay. So um, for, for those listening, I'm now looking at the blurb for Blackfish City by um, Sam Miller. And let's see. After the climate wars, a floating city is constructed in the Arctic Circle, a remarkable feat of mechanical and social engineering complete with geothermal heating and sustainable energy. The city's denizens have become accustomed to a roughshod new way of living. However, the city is starting to fray along the edges. Crime and corruption have set in. Oh, see? The, the, the contradictions of incredible wealth alongside direst poverty are spawning unrest in a new disease called the breaks is ravaging, ravaging the population. Um, yeah, see, that does sound kind of interesting. Yeah. 
and I've a met remarkably Sam, urgent and, and ultimately very yeah. hopeful novel about political corruption, organized crime, <laughs> and technology run amok. Oh. Ultimately hopeful. <laughs> I know. Like I'm like, okay, hold on here. <laughs> Wait, how does that work? <laughs> I haven't read it yet, but I'm really excited. I met Sam at the Baltimore Book Festival one year, and he's oh, cool. super awesome to talk to. So, um, yeah, Sam, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I still haven't read your book yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I say that to all the authors that I've met. Yes, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, so climate fiction, um, novel with a color in the title. And I love hard mode because I feel like, you know, well, so hard mode for this one. So the square is novel with a color in the title. Um, Hard mode is not black, red, gray, or white. And... I feel like, um, <laughs> like <laughs> poor Mark Lawrence, right? <laughs> like, sorry, Mark. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that was not intentional. <laughs> Just... <laughs> well, and and again, like I, I that makes sense that it wouldn't be intentional, right? Because, it, but it's just like right. fantasy novels, <laughs> black, red, gray, white, like show up. Um, yeah, they're very common, which is why we made that hard mode. We're like, okay, yeah, these are the easy ones. Let's think outside the box. So, you know, hey, is there something with pink in the title? Let's try to read that. <laughs> hey, cerulean is a color, right? Yes, absolutely. See? So, yeah, well, and, and again, I like um, one of the things I like about when when we get a, a hard mode option like that and like full disclosure, I am horrible at actually doing all the squares hard mode because I'll get to like February or March and I'll be like, oh man, um, I'm running out of time. And then I'm just like, ah, hard mode, forget that. Um, <laughs> oh, Calvin, let me tell you a secret. I don't do hard mode. <laughs> I See, made I bingo I and I don't do hard mode. I'm like, if I get all of the squares, I'm happy. <laughs> Well, yeah, but you do like a vampire themed card. So right. Well, that was the first, I want to say the first and only year that I'm ever going to do a themed card because it, I literally was finishing that night before the bingo turn in. And uh, that's the, the most I've ever come down to the wire for finishing my card. So I'm like, never again. Never again. Yep. <laughs> but, yep. but this year I am doing a sort of theme card where all of the books that I've already picked out for it are, from books that are already in my TBR. So they're books oh, I okay, nice. Yeah. Yep. They're books I already own either on my uh, Kindle app or in my physical pile or uh, in Audible queue. So they're ones that I'm not gonna be buying for bingo. I've already have them. So you know <laughs> I was like, let no, me see cool. if I I got a book for each one of these squares and I did somehow. So nice, nice. Um all right, so the last one in that second row across is um, any R Fantasy Book Club Book of the Month or R Fantasy Read Along Book. So, Lisa, say say a little bit about that for folks who you know maybe aren't really plugged into the R Fantasy scene. Um, you know what 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 are those? Yeah, so we have a variety of book clubs that are ongoing. Um, we have ones that used to exist, but kind of don't exist anymore. Like the 
I don't want to say they don't exist, but they're just not ongoing right now, like the YA Book Club. We have the Resident Authors Book Club, which are resident authors. <laughs> they hang around the subreddit and, you know, the person it runs at, they'll pick some of those authors' books to read for the for that book club. Uh, we have the Goodreads Book Club, which was our original book club, which um, takes votes every month. Yep. And people can choose, you know, nominate books to read and then vote on them. And the one that gets voted the most wins. Then there's another one that um, I co-run called the HEA Book Club, which is <laughs> a romantic fantasy book club. And we're on hiatus for um this month and we're coming back in may just because we're both um me and the queen's own fool who also run that book club we're both really busy right now with bingo stuff and mm -hmm. with running our virtual convention that's going on right now so we'll be back in may but you can choose any book um that has been read past present or um currently for any of those book clubs everything is listed on our Goodreads uh, page, we have shelves for all the different book clubs, and it has a list of the books that we've read. Then we also have read-alongs that we've done on the subreddit. Those can also be found uh, in that Goodreads group, the books that we've done read-alongs for. Right now, one of the current read-alongs going on is the Dresden Files read-along that's being done by Ash Armstrong. He's leading that, and he's reading all of the Dresden Files books. Wow. So, yeah, if you want to read a Dresden Files book, you can read it, use it for that square. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, and it really is cool, especially um, if you if you uh, read like a current book and and actually participate. You know, like you you read it in the month that it's it's being read, and and so um, you know you go over to our fantasy and participate in uh, some of the discussion around those books. It, it's pretty cool. It's um, you know, normally those, those threads are folks that are, um, you, you know, like you enjoying the book or maybe sometimes every once in a while, they, I'm not, I'm really not like, I don't get this. It's not connecting with me or whatever. Sometimes that, uh, too, but it's, it's a cool place to kind of discuss what's going on in the book. So. Yeah. And we've made hard mode for that square to participate yeah. in the actual discussion at the time that it's going on, because we, one of the things with some of the, our fantasy related squares on the bingo is number one to keep it rooted in our fantasy yep, yep. but also to promote different activities that we have throughout the subreddit so yeah absolutely um which is really cool um and and you know um if if, if you're not um like if you have not previously really been plugged into our fantasy or whatnot you know you probably hear sometimes about oh arguments and uh you know whatever and yeah i mean those happen um and whatnot but there's a lot of cool stuff and a lot of great discussion and cool threads um that happen over on our fantasy too and often at least in my experience uh some of those uh cool threads and whatnot are in some of the read-along um uh, thread some of the book club threads and whatnot um, as they're discussing, um, you know, the book of the month or whatever. So, 